Red Shoe Diaries. More like right. red, sh- more like red shoe diarrhea. Am I right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to episode 69, nice, of the Lace Gone Podcast, the show where we comb through random episodes of classic television with a fine-tooth laser. I am, as always, The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, NeoCal. And uh, today on the Lace Gone Podcast, it is a very special episode, a very sensual episode, a very sexy episode. It is episode 69, nice. And so, nice to celebrate sixty nine. We wanted to uh, t- talk about a uh, a very sexy and sensual, and perhaps even orgasmic show. And so, the show that me and Cal both thought of immediately when we uh, first proposed, <laughs> when we first uh, brought up the idea of doing basically something hive mind. Basically, yeah. When we first uh, dreamed up the idea of uh, doing something sexy for episode sixty nine, uh, we both immediately were just like cal was like oh what was that show with david Duchovny?" and i was like <laughs> red shoe diaries <laughs> just immediately <laughs> i'm like yes let's do it red shoe diaries i didn't have to mention this it's just oh, that show with, with david Duchovny and yeah <laughs> i just and here we are and here we are and yes uh, uh this week on the laser cone podcast we are talking about the orgasmic series known as red shoe diaries Now, we put it through the old random number generator, and what we landed on was uh, episode 57 overall, which is from the final season, season five, episode five. Uh, It's called Strip Poker. It originally aired on 
a mysterious day in 1996 because you know what i can't actually find the information anywhere of when this episode originally aired also this show was extremely difficult to find which was something we didn't check on before we were like hey we're gonna do red shoe diaries and then today i was like oh god we've done that before we've done that before (laughs) i'm like oh god i'm actually having a hard time finding this shit but siege like live updated me he's like oh it's on here oh it's not on here fuck that's a different language wait (laughs) try this not available in our country Shit, this w- it's on this streaming service I've never heard of. Oh, it's not available in Canada. Damn it. Oh, it's on Tubi. Oh, they only have se- the first four seasons on Tubi. Why? They don't have season five. Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, I tried to, and I'm like, oh, this one. Oh, here it is. Oh, this one is in Russian for some reason. Um, but yeah, I ended Wasn't up Wasn't it like one, one fucking like lone soldier that seated? <laughs> I found a torrent of uh, season five, which um, this show is not legally available anywhere to watch. So, like, I, I, I pirated it, but like, do? I, I would have, I, I would have bought it if it was available somewhere, and then pro- regret, probably regretted it afterward. This but, is um, what you do, asshole. You go on eBay, you search Red Shoe Diaries DVD collect- VHS collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, you buy that. So yeah, so I found a torrent of it of season five ripped from uh, Hulu in the U.S. Uh, it's um, that torrent had one seeder, which usually if you find a torrent that's like that only has one seed, it's like yeah, it's not going to download. Cool, but or it's no like o- ten days. Yeah, with with no other option uh, at my disposal, I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna, I have to try. Damn it. And uh, lo and behold, it actually downloaded it within like 10 minutes. And I'm like, that that person doing God's work. Right? Single-handedly making that show available for Canadians. Yeah. Potentially helping millions. Yep. So if if for some reason you want to watch this show along with us, or after you've listened to this, um, and... You probably won't. <laughs> you you probably won't. And you may notice I say if you want to watch this show for some reason, might give you a little bit of an idea of like what I thought of this. Um, <laughs> good luck finding it, because it's uh, if you're Canadian, it's available nowhere. Uh, presumably, it was available on Hulu in the U.S. at some point. I don't know if it still is, but uh, American listeners, let us know. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, for so, anyone wondering. What is Red Shoe Diaries? Red Shoe Diaries was a, it was originally a TV movie in 1992. And then it turned into a series that actually like lasted five seasons. It ran from 92 to 97 or something like that. Uh, It starred David Duchovny. He played a guy whose wife committed suicide. His wife or fiance or girlfriend or something, his partner committed suicide. And he ended up finding out when going through her things that she had been having a very steamy affair with someone. And he found this out like fine, like letter, love letters and whatnot. And he was like, bitch. And he threw all of her stuff in the fire and then started hitting the gym, deleted Facebook and started. And then uh, bitches. And then like kept like one of those letters and like just kept it so he could read along to it and fap. Secretly, (laughs) secretly fapping to it. And, um, the idea of it's very strange. So what he does, what what he does in response to finding out that his uh, his now dead uh, partner 
uh, was having a, a series of like lengthy affairs on him. Uh, he decides to put an ad out in the, the, the local paper, which you, you see in the intro, which will end up being in this part of this episode of the podcast, which, uh -huh. by the way, the theme song fucking killed me. <laughs> It is just, and you would have already heard, if you're listening to this, you would have already heard it by now. But uh, yeah, it is just so like over the top, like, like comedically, it is like the comedic, like stereotype of like what sexy music is. <laughs> like saxophone, smooth jazz. Yeah. 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 It, it, I, I fucking died <laughs> while I, while the, the intro was playing. But anyway, right. so he puts an ad out in the local paper uh saying like hey women uh send me will pay money send me letters uh talking about like some sexy things that you did that you maybe wouldn't tell people about and you can do so it I anonymously so i can that's basically like the vibe and so like yeah. literally what this show is is it features uh david Duchovny in a like uh 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 wrap around like framing narrative framing device where he gets a letter from someone uh, it goes to a like uh, reenactment of the events described in the letter. And uh, then at the end, he is just like, big well, gulps, huh? Big gulps, huh? <laughs> cool. Well, <laughs> see you later. And then he walks away with his dog and like crumples the letter up and throws it behind. Yeah, him. he's barely <laughs> present. That's basically so he has about five minutes of recording per episode. Not not even. It's not like. Even. It's like 30 a, seconds. It's like a, a 30 seconds at the beginning and like maybe it, it shows him walking in like a bleak, like bleak L.A. Right. Yeah. With the dog. He walks, he goes and he gets his mail and he reads this while he's like walking with his dog. And yeah. at the end, he'll be like, Siege just said, oh, <laughs> well, it sounds like something, something. Isn't that right, Sparky? And then and then it's. Uh, and then the dog like winks at the camera and the camera freeze frames and the credits start playing. <laughs> that would have been the show doesn't end that way. That would have been more fun, though. <laughs> that, that would have been more fun because the, the show presents itself. So, OK, folks, 14 year old you will remember this show differently than 35 to 40 year old you does now. So I used to the watch budget of the show is shockingly blaringly bla sorry glaringly obvious <laughs> once one begins to watch this and i don't just mean the sets considering the writing, this, the this, this episode literally has three locations and one of them is a beach that they probably just gorilla filmed on didn't get a permit oh, or anything they just went to a beach with cameras oh, absolutely 100 <laughs> percent Oh. And the other is a hotel window. Yep. And then the what's the third? Uh, the the cafe that she's in in one scene. I don't even right. Yeah, she's briefly in. She's right, right, briefly right. in an outside cafe, presumably connected to the hotel that she's staying the, the, at. The hotel cafe. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this episode, season five, episode five, strip five. poker. It's called strip poker. You'd think there would be strip poker in the episode. I, as I was watching this, I, <laughs> I messaged Siege and I was like, when are they going to play poker? Um, uh, so Cal, what Cal, question for you on that note. Have you ever played strip poker? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 
it, it's usually not, a young adult thing, yeah. a teenager thing. It's not really as fun as it sounds. Like you, not really. The 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 I don't know. Like the the idea, the movies, like movies and TV, like always, like give you the impression that strip poker is like going to turn into like an orgy or something. It doesn't. No. <laughs> yeah, except I've, sometimes when it does, I guess I don't know. I don't know. It it never did for me anyway. I played it like maybe three or four times. Definitely when I was younger. Like this was like early twenties siege. Yeah. And uh, so the gist of this, yep, is they're often narrated by one person as if they're writing, um, Mister Duchovny. Yeah, totally. Uh, that that is one thing that I appreciate is that there's very little dialogue. I I think it fits. There's very little dialogue in the it, show it does. and yeah. it's mostly uh just someone monologue. uh monologue narrating as though it's what they've written in a letter so that that i'll give the show like props for at while like, the, the, the present scenes are of the events they're talking about so the the stuff happening on screen is live but the narrator is talking over it like a memory so yeah. i'll i'll actually give it points for like, that like yeah quite literally like it's something they're they're narrating like it's something that they've written in a letter yeah. so yeah I'll, I'll and give, so this is like one of the only things i'm going to give this show credit for yeah it's like it actually it sticks to its format and i forgot about that at the beginning so when she was like there's something about being anonymous that's so hot and like kinky and i'm like the fuck are you talking about lady and it took me like a few minutes to be like right right she's narrating her letter to to him right uh so this is what the first half of the episode is her having fun taking pictures with a by the way 1996 her digital camera holy shit that is probably like a two thousand dollar camera yeah that's where the did you see of, and that's where most of the budget for the episode went was no the actress camera. just happened to have that camera <laughs> there was no budget um <laughs> so i had to double check when this came out um yeah like the, now we take it for granted right like they're in every like fucking device even some that you don't know <laughs> um but yeah dun, everything dun, has dun. a camera dun 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 <laughs> there's no camera one or camera two i'm not looking at any other cameras um at least not while they're listening uh but yeah she's she's just taking pictures yep. she's just narrating things now here's my the start of my nitpickiness she says a lot of um i'm university and uh i'm first year university and this is deep and things. <laughs> uh-huh. 20 minutes is like that's the thing a secret affair um a love interest they they can't keep their hands off of each other and they don't know i'm here and that's what makes it more exciting. It's, I'm probably misquoting it more interesting than what it actually is. It's gobbledygook. Their 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 passion and their fire awoke something deep down inside of me that I didn't know was there. And I envied it, but I knew that I couldn't because Jack blah blah blah. It presumably re- no, her husband. You know what this is? It reads like a romance, like a cheap romance novel. Oh, which one- again it it fits with the like the theme I, of the show so th- like that's another thing that i got to give them credit for is like that they they know what this is yeah <laughs> uh, now before we and so that's the first half 
she's taking pictures of another couple that probably don't care, but don't notice her because they're in the hotel across the street from her. And they got their, their window windows open. wide open and, and presumably somewhere in Europe, right? They yeah. want their pictures taken. They're fucking right next to the window. Yeah. Right? Now, let's take a step away from the summary. Siege. How did 13, 12, 14-year-old Siege <laughs> find the Red Shoe Diaries? So, yeah, I used to watch this show back on a Canadian channel, uh, Showtime, which um, it's cleaned its, its act Showcase? Up. Or, yeah, Showcase. Showtime is a U.S. channel, right? I think this aired on Showtime in the U.S., actually. <laughs> um, or Skinamax, Cinemax slash Skinamax, as it was known as. Yeah. Which is not a channel we ever had here, but I know about it from it, it, from its reputation. Um, Showcase was a channel that uh, launched actually at the same time as Teletoon, which is a channel we talked about in a like programming block on this podcast a few months mm -hmm, back. Mm -hmm. It launched uh, it. There was this in 1996. There was this uh, like big like there was like this one like day like in 1996 where like literally like 40 channels launched and uh, Showcase. And man, when you were a kid. Yeah, it, it was huge. In the 90s. Because prior, <laughs> prior to that, we had like, I, I shit you not, people, we had like literally like 35 channels. And then all of a sudden, just like 40 cha channels launch on one day in 1996. And among them was Teletoon, uh, Space Channel, which we've talked about. Yeah. Showcase. Now, uh, Showcase has kind of cleaned its image up in recent decades, but for the first like several years, um, at night, it showed stuff like this and like a lot of like foreign language films that had a fuck ton of nudity and sex in them. Yeah. Um, if you ever watched The Lex. Or was that space? That was space. That was late night space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that had a lot of like sex and nudity and stuff. Now, here's the thing. So you can mention to any... Uh, any uh, specifically like dude, like Canadian dude who is like in their like probably early to late thirties mention showcase to them. It's going to only dig one show. They're going to remember. It, it's going to dig up some memories. They're going to yeah, be like, yeah. they're going to be like, yeah, channel 24 <laughs> late at night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, showcase, as I mentioned, late at night had stuff like this and like a lot of like foreign films with like a, tons of sex and nudity in them. So 13-year-old mm -hmm. Siege was watching a lot of Showcase at, uh, at night. You better believe it, brother. <laughs> now, here's the thing. When you're a kid and you're up late at night, no one else is like watching TV. I had a lot of siblings and like cousins. So it was just like, ooh, <laughs> here we go. Um, boobies. Boobies. My memories of this were a lot different than like the reality. Um, I remembered this being really long. Or maybe it showed two episodes back to back. I think they did, yeah. Yeah, that sounds kind of familiar. Um, and I remember it being what's, kind of what's boring. Fox Mulder doing in the uh, red shoe zone, right? Why is he reading like letters? Um, there's sexy a little letters. There's, there's a subtle little uh, joke for the wrestling fans right there. Oh, <laughs> and uh, what's blah blah doing in the impact zone? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of impact zone, um, so later when I was 16 and I realized the folly of trying to watch this as porn, 
and I discovered the internet. Yep. Um, I had two um, female friends actually. So it's funny that you mentioned just male and they were like, oh man, we had like a sleepover and they were like 15 and like 16 or something like that. And like, oh, we watched like this porn show and blah, blah, blah on like this channel. And I'm like, you mean like Red Shoe Diaries? And they were like, oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's not porn. No, it's Sweet not. Summer Child. And they're like, no, 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 it is. I'm like, it, it doesn't show genitals. It's, it's, it's it, very. It, it will show lots of yeah. It's 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 softcore. Yeah. It, it'll show like people like on each other, like behind each other, whatever. But there's no penetration. There's no genitals. There's no. You see some bush. Like it's, you, you see bush. Episode. You see you see nip. You see nip and bush, and butt. Yeah. And no um, male. They, they assured though. me. No, no, no. It, it's it's porn, and I was like, you know what? If it's porn to you, that's all that matters. Right. Exactly. And if 13 year old you thought it was poor, <laughs> good for you. Because only after trying to watch this like five, eight, ten times did I realize I was being duped and just <laughs> fucking watched something else. <laughs> right. For the like long, boring monologues, just so that you can hope to get like a flash of the butt or boob. Well, th- this show doesn't waste any time on that front because when oh, we're really first- doesn't. When we're first introduced to, I'm just going to call her Blondie, because uh, yeah, voyeur Blondie. Yeah, I'm just going to yeah, going to call her Blondie. Um, uh, when we're first introduced to Blondie, like she's having a shower, and you see her butt and like boobs and her bush. Very nice. Narrated. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. She, she look. She looks good without clothes. Without clothing on. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah, the show doesn't waste any time. Like it jumps right into the, the the nudity aspect. There is a plot here, and the plot is basically this chick is married to some like uh, important businessman who is away on business all the time, and it, she's there's she's, a really funny line in it where she's like, "Huh, that's always like Jack um, d- to do a business business." Like just the wording of it is really funny. Like that's always like Jack. Um, to do a business before a pleasure or, or something like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, businessman Jack, right? Right. Well, yeah, and when she said that too, like my in- immediate uh, thought was like, lady, look at the fucking hotel that you're staying in that presumably he's paying for because as far as I can ascertain, you have no job. Oh yeah, she's just like chilling, like bored, taking pictures of other people. So Which, like, so like, actually, maybe maybe don't complain. Actually, maybe don't complain point. about the fact that he's away on business because like you're li- living you're in welcome. the lap of, you're living in the lap of luxury here, lady. Fucking like four star, five star like hotel. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's taking pictures of like a violinist. On the other side, but yeah, she she ends up finding out. Ooh, there's another couple that joins the couple across the street yeah so to yeah uh to back back to like the the plot here so she's yeah she she's uh frustrated that her uh husband her rich businessman husband is away all the time he sends her flowers she like looks out of the window like all longingly and notices another bird trapped in a cage she notices another couple like going at it in the like hotel in a window like across the street and she just suddenly she gets decides, kind of weird and obsessive. Yeah, and she's like giving this like really like boring and poetic analogy of like her I desire felt, to be like them. 
uh, attract like hot blonde or chick or not. Like I found like this whole thing extraordinarily creepy. So outside of the boringness, I was posting gifts of like people falling asleep to see just <laughs> watching this. Um, and I was just like, well, if I'm this sure was boring, a dude, it's boring as shit. But uh, well, at least there's tits. If this was a dude instead of an attractive woman, an attractive young woman, this guy would be a stalker. Yeah. And this would be a show. And like this show would be like about the him. The tone like, be, would be different. It, He'd be it like would be. A, it would be played like a like a thriller, like a thriller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he'd be like breathing like heavily, like. <sighs> and here's the thing. She does. Yeah. She does everything. That female 90s privilege is what it, I, we're trying to say. It, uh, it's it's not not creepy just because you're a, like a young, hot blonde. Chick. So going back and watching this, I'm like, and it about halfway through, it actually passes a line because as she's. She's doing this all day. She's taking pictures of them eating lunch with this other couple. And then they notice that these four, these two couples, talk to a random like traveler and get them and invite her over to like have lunch with them or like whatever. And she's like, wow, they can just like reach out and talk to people and bring people into their cabal. And so like any normal person, she follows them everywhere. Yeah. So the five people, the two couples, and then their new, uh, I see more attractive. Like the, she's their new. She's got some thing, raccoon basically. eyes. Yeah, <laughs> she's got some like raccoon eyes, like kind of like crazy chick look to her, and uh, I, I dig that. Um, they all go to the beach. I was and very. Since dis- she doesn't work and she just stalks people, <laughs> she follows them to the beach. I was to very take pictures of them. I was very disappointed that. Um, uh, right at the beginning, when she's like looking out the window, uh, there is a very like looking down at the ground. There is a like a- attractive redhead who like walks out of the hotel and like walks up to a car. And I was like, "Oh, are we gonna get to see her naked?" No, <laughs> she's never I seen the episode again. It, yeah, they're just the camera pans on this like extra for this show. You knew, and huh? I was, and I, and I, I knew. I was like, "Oh man," and but I forgot. Um, I was like, oh man, disappointed that that one wasn't in the, the show. <laughs> but it's just about like finding like semi attractive like people and like filling the screen with. And in, indeed, this is like a nude. Like you said, uh, they probably didn't get permission to like film on this, this beach. beach. No, probably not. <laughs> and it would probably be is in Europe. Because yeah. keep in mind, David Duchovny, yeah, he's an American actor, C- Canadian, American actor. He's American. But, um, his, he he, he actually doesn't famous, interact with the rest of the crew. He's just reading the letters. David Duchovny famously doesn't like Canada. Right. Which is, which is why he left the X-Files. was because he was sick of filming in Vancouver. And to be fair, one of us likes Vancouver. The other one, uh, less so. <laughs> I, like, I, I like Vancouver. Uh, I, I've been there like... A dozen times, and three of the times I've uh, had attempted muggings. However, I am faster than mo- and have more motivation to get away faster, than people trying stronger, to mugging me. Smarter, smarter, more attractive. Bigger knife. <laughs> <laughs> you call that a knife, sir? That's a spoon. 
Exactly. Well, I see you've played knifey spoony before. <laughs> and then while they're distracted, I throw the spoon at them and run away. And you're like, there uh, is no spoon, bitch. There is no spoon. Ah. <laughs> and then I kick him in the nuts and run away. Uh, so yeah, so she's the, at so the, she's at the beach taking pictures of them. Like she's not even trying to like hide. Her camera is this big. So anyone younger, like listening to this, her camera's two feet long because of the lens that she's the, got on. The it. thing is like the size of like a sawed off shotgun. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. And so in, instead of coming over and like talking to her or whatever, the fifth member of the, uh, the, the, the cool, sexy people, the, the new recruit, um, she writes on canvas because I guess she brought giant pieces of canvas paper to the beach with her and ink. Um, she writes in huge like sign, um, caught you peeking or caught, uh, caught you. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Here, let me, uh, Oh, maybe I was me... like looking at my phone or something. Yeah. Uh, my, my attention started to drift away while I was watching this. Yeah, caught you peeking, and then she's got a second one, and it's like, want to join us? And then she puts them down, and then comes over and walks to Blondie. And I'm like, that's like a lot of resources and time, <laughs> knowing that she was taking pictures of you to do that, when you were going to come over and talk talk to her anyway. One thing I want to mention that I, that I was actually kind of disappointed about is uh, earlier in the episode when she like the the couple that she's been uh uh stalking basically yeah, when their yeah. friends when their friends first come over and she mentions oh they're playing strip poker which no they're not they're just hanging around like top they, they do it's impl- it shows them playing like a poker game and it shows one of them like taking off her jacket and stuff that and so like when like when the like two women like uh end up like disrobing they're all like embracing one another and like looking like they're going to make out and I'm like I'm like cool now you two dudes do the same thing come on come on like come on. why not you you guys are free spirits right you guys are free spirits just go at it yeah and uh no a, one's a lot- here to judge you suck uh, that dick Alas, the uh, the show doesn't go there, and I was disappointed. I'm like, oh, well, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> back to the so back to the beach. Um, oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Um, new girl is kind of like, oh, um, my name's blah blah blah. What's your name? My name's blah blah blah. And she's like, so you're a photographer? And Blondie's like, sometimes. So you're a uh, um an artist or a painter? And new girl is like, sometimes. So here's what I'll say, and this, this, this and is, then it completely goes fucking 180 and gets trippy. Bef- before that, just before that though, what I want to say is um, the Blondie, the actress who plays Blondie, like her yeah. monologue for like a cheesy like romance novel type thing. Her like the delivery she gives is actually pretty good. This chick cannot this chick cannot act off of someone at all. Like the inner interact- like is she the one even delivering the mon- <laughs> monologue? Right. The the uh the interaction, the the very flirtatious interaction between um Blondie and a little painful Russian doll, I'll call her. 
Uh, very she puts on a british accent that's very fake uh she's very russian looking and sounds like a russian person trying to do a british accent i Um, wasn't paying attention enough i was like okay yeah she says like six things on the show the the acting in this like brief scene is absolutely atrocious (laughs) it's um i almost wonder if that's by design because it's somebody remembering something cheesy. I wonder Fair. how much like there and this show is going, cheek. this show is going for a trashy romance novel vibe, as I mentioned. So, so I wonder, but here's the thing. We do this a lot. We're probably giving it more credit than it than it deserves. <laughs> than it deserves. Yeah. And you're you're probably right. They're just bad act- actors. Yeah. <laughs> but we can we 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 play devil's advocate against ourselves. Right. This this show had did have some notable guest stars in it, like uh Arnold Vosloo was in an episode. <laughs> really? Uh Matt LeBlanc. The was Mummy in an himself? Yeah. Matt LeBlanc, Joey from Friends, was in it. No shit. Uh, uh let's see. I'm just going down the wiki list for names that I might recognize. Robert uh, Matt LeBlanc was in a couple of episodes. Holy shit. This must have been before Friends was on the air. And uh Well, it aired like ninety-two to ninety-six, and Friends was on air during that time. Didn't Friends premiere in ninety-four? I think. Oh, so you're thinking maybe he was in earlier seasons before he was, yeah. He was in a couple of episodes in the early seasons. Okay, okay, okay. Well, the only names I recognize are uh Matt LeBlanc and Arnold Vosloo. So the show did have two notable guest stars it had the mummy and joey from friends yeah so <laughs> sadly sadly uh their powers did not combine in the same episode imagine yep uh they just end up fucking each That's other not and, to like, like and like leave the uh <laughs> leave whatever but like, as their characters yeah. as like um uh joey and imatept Emotep, yeah. <laughs> Emotep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the, so the, from here the episode, uh, so yeah. Oh, like, so r- she r- joins them. Yeah, she okay. joins them, um, and then some now, like real fucking like artsy fartsy bullshit goes on. And okay, so there's really cryptic, like almost like like damning music, like almost like in a horror movie when like something bad is going to happen. And it implies that she goes and joins them all, right? Yeah. They all put on plastic see-through, all the, the women. So there's three women, two guys now, because four women. Yeah. Who cares? Anyways, there's three of them, and they all have on cultist, cultist, cultist masks. Yeah. It goes out very They're all quick, like different just... animals. They're very pagan looking. It does like the show does like a complete like U turn and goes like full eyes wide shut. Yeah, and it like shows them like balancing on like the boardwalk. Sorry, well, the um, the the wave break or like whatever it's called, and like the the dude that she was photographing is now like photographing, like taking photographs of her and the other two girls. And long yeah. long story short, though, after the weird cult scene. She joins them in her, in their uh, sorry, apartment. in their um, apartment or a hotel room or whatever, and they have like you know three girls, two dudes like 
playtime or whatever. It doesn't actually show her having sex. They're they're just like wearing the masks and being cute and like and like being them naked off. and like being cur- like posing differently and fondling yeah. each other. But presumably they all fuck, right? Um, so and then it shows a dude. Uh, it show it's Blondie's uh, husband or boyfriend or whatever going to their hotel room, and he picks up the camera, which she's conveniently left on the windowsill. Right. And then and in the, the monologue we that she the narration that she yeah. gives is that, oh, he could have uh, uh, taken the camera and uh, taken many pictures, but he didn't. And when I asked him why he didn't, he said all he said to me was, it seemed like you were on an adventure. So what did exactly and so I'm what like, it's implying I'm like, here? I'm like, okay whatever so what it's implying here is he shows up and possibly to bust her like proof of adultery or like whatever he takes a picture but after he like looks at the picture or like saw her like expression um jack told me after i asked him why he only like took one picture that he could tell from my expression that i was on an event an adventure one that I probably would never ever go on for the rest of my life. Uh-huh. So presumably he forgives her for that and they they stick together. So there's this kind of like women be cheating, but dudes be cucks vibe to that mirrors both I that mirrors both uh David Duchovny with his origin story. Yeah. And the Jack real, real life and <laughs> real life. and um, and Blondie and like Jack, who you only ever see his hands like holding the camera at the very end. Yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, lit women like experiment and like, you know, like love them for it. And it's like, well, she's, she's good she, and bad. Well, she's a free spirit. She's she's a free spirit. And he's all and then I don't even remember what Duchovny says like at the end. He's like, I can't wait to get home and fap to this, Sparky. (laughs) Who's a good boy? It's basically just like big as I mentioned earlier, big gulps, huh? Cool. Crumples paper up. Well, crumples paper. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the and that that's the episode what's your so, t- what, what's the lesson before we like wrap up and all of that stuff what's your takeaway from like what the director of this episode or writer or, like what do they want us to uh i think she imagined the whole thing like gonna, this is just fan i i'm gonna fan. i'm gonna i'm gonna headcanon here a little bit i think she saw these people and was spying on them and this is probably why the episode takes such a bizarre turn I don't think she ever actually met up with them, like oh, at, like shit. got together with them. Because remember, she started having flashes of when she was taking pictures of yep. them. Yeah, so I, it's I, her imagining. I, I think that this was just like, uh, like the, like final stage of like her fantasy, and her she's bullshitting and writing to him, kind of like everybody that like writes to yeah. Playboy or whatever exaggerates or is just fabricating the story yeah and i don't so think you think i don't she think... just remained on the voyeur end of things yeah. and the whole thing with like her husband i don't think that that ever actually happened either this bitch ain't married 
No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think she is. I think yeah. that's that's just part of her. But fantasy. her husband never came and found the photographs, and I think that's just being part of her found fantasy. and accepted for her desires is part of her fantasy. Yeah, I damn. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, well, look at us uh, making the show actually more interesting than, than, it, actually, is. than it actually is. As, as famous. As, as is one of our superpowers. It's one of our superpowers. There's not been a single time someone has gone and watched an episode that we said was bad and then been like, oh, actually, no, that was, that was pretty good. If anything, they're like, oh, I thought it was really funny listening to you guys talk about this episode. But when I watched it, it was... Yeah, it wasn't that great. It wasn't very good. It's like, well, yeah, we we told you. And speaking of told you so. Yeah, um, so uh, Christopher's, Cal. Oh, sorry, me, yes. Yeah, so yes. Cal, uh, you just uh, caught a random episode of The Red Shoe Diaries. Uh, would, you, would you tune in again? 14-year-old me would pensively tune in next Friday night. However... 36 year old me could not be fucking more bored. <laughs> There's one reason to watch this, and it's because you're 14 and don't have access to porn. Right. Guess what? I'm 36 and I have a real girlfriend. <laughs> and Shut the up. internet. No, I don't believe it. Come at me. I don't and, believe uh, it. No. No, I'm not <laughs> tuning in next week. It was fun to talk about it with you yeah. because it's such a core memory. I will never, ever watch another episode of Red Shoe Diaries <laughs> in my entire fucking life. And I will bet anything like on that. Like this, this was fundamentally the, yep, that's about what I thought it was. <laughs> Take it for what it is. Again, different time, right? 1996. But that belongs in 1996 with 13 year old Cal. Right. <laughs> um, Siege, you, you just watched a random episode of Red Shoe Diaries from a nebulous time in 1996. <laughs> Would you tune in next week? So, when I was like 13, 14, and like nine, in like 98, 99. Watching, watching reruns, show, watching reruns of it on Showcase. Uh, yeah, I would seek this show out because, um, boobs, well, I, man. yeah, boobs. I had, I, I, I had not touched, uh, not touched uh, uh, lady parts at that point in my life. <laughs> I had not touched boobs or anything else. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, me at that time, yes, absolutely. Me at thirty-eight. Uh, Having uh, touched such things uh, in the ensuing years since, uh, no, no, I would not. I, I'm with you. I will never watch this show again. It was, it was fun to go back and like be like, wow, this is a very like, this is a memory from a very specific point in in my like developmental years. But no, I'm glad we talked. I'm glad we watched it and talked about it. But yeah. no, there's some uh, interesting social commentary, like the fact that. This is actually a stalker that's kind of being romanticized. Yeah. But, uh, uh, no. yeah, no. no, we're adults, man. Who the fuck watches soft core porn? Right. 
Which go, leads me to my last question for you. <laughs> you go to Pornhub and you watch like the most like hardcore thing imaginable for like five minutes until like you 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 get there and then like every well, red blooded American and then carry on with your day. <laughs> <laughs> carry on with your day. Um, who was this for? Like as an adult watching yeah. this now, who who was this for? Di- different time, man. It's just, uh, it, just a different time, I guess, right? Different time. No, no. Well, the internet technically did exist, but most people didn't have it. Uh, oh, there I wasn't. I absolutely did not. No. Um, there was uh, porn was like basically something you had, like you know, if you're like, uh, like cool semi- uncle, cool left some magazines in his garage. Cool slash semi creepy uncle gives you like one of his like V8 porn VHS tapes or like some magazines or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh yeah, like and if you look back too, like in the 80s and 90s, like nudity and sex was like was like very common in movies and like late night TV. What the fuck? And, yeah. And it's not anymore. It? It's just not, it's not anymore. Yeah. And I think it's just because like people have at, like ease such easy access to the real thing that there's well, no you don't think it's like a rise of conservative like media control? No, not at all. It's just nope. people don't need it. People don't need it. Yeah. People, people at like in the like 70s, 80s and 90s didn't have easy access to like actual pornography. So like the best way that they could get their jollies was like watching stuff like this. Yeah. And like there's just there's no need for it anymore. Yeah. And what about the commentary of what the the show is trying to tell its audience with like David Duchovny being like secretly turned on about like all of his like dead wife's like affairs right (laughs) like i i wonder if there's like a director or a writer like self-insert going on here david duchovny was a cuck before being a cuck was cool damn it damn it (laughs) or is that is that a bit i i don't know it's entered the political like slur Thing. and like now that word means nothing right we've like, talked about this before how like no language ever means anything right like in the in the span of our life lifetimes literate literally means what literally means as well as the opposite of what literally means there are no rules anymore no the rules gloves, the gloves and the shoes are off people the, the gloves and the shoes are off <laughs> oh. alpha is a bad thing being a guy is a good thing. Uh, David Duchovny hates Canada. Um, dogs and cat. Mass hysteria. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. We got I red shoes up. here. <laughs> My shoes are. Blue. I was promised red shoes, and there were none in this episode. There were some in the intro, technically. So there were red shoes. There was also oh, a red dress. <laughs> oh, that. Right. I think the theme. I forgot about this. At the beginning or somewhere in the the episode, there's always like a very brightly colored red article of like clothing or hair or something to fill that motif. And that was the redhead at at the beginning. Right. There's always like something red. And that's like the director's like artsy like stamp on every episode. I um... prove me wrong. You can't find the show to watch it. Anyone who's been listening to us for uh, long enough uh, probably should be aware that I, I, I'm very fond of uh, Redhead. So I'm disappointed that we didn't see more of her in the episode. 
Yeah. What's yeah. the deal? Yeah. I like the <laughs> biggest criticism. Where's the redhead? Yeah. I was cucked <laughs> by Red Shoe Diaries, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the show aims to do. <laughs> oh, and then freeze frame. Credits. <laughs> anyway, that was episode 69. Nice. Of the nice. Lasercomb podcast. Uh, best way to support the show is go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're at the single $5 Gary tier. Uh, you get access to our Patreon exclusive show, uh, the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show, where we kind of talk about whatever. We tend to talk about more like real life stuff and like day-to-day things. Yeah, like philosophical or like valid think our values and shit like very often. Right. Well, in between like talking about like favorite movies and like absolutely fucking stupid billionaire shit. Yeah. Which is just a never ending <laughs> reservoir of. Another perk uh, you get is you get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on this very podcast here, which we're right. going to start doing that again real soon. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Follow me on Instagram and threads an Instagram app at Christopher Siege. That's me Siege. too. S I E G E. That is well, how you spell right. Siege. I've had to tell it, a lot of people that. It's not. It's not S E E J. It's. It's. It, a lot of people spell Siege S E I G E. Oh, like, uh, like E before I. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's Siege is I not before that way. E, except after C and some other, and lots of other things actually, but not this I, way. Yeah. No. It's S I E G E. So I. I I, I have to tell a lot of people that in my life. So, uh, yes, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, Cal, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, Instagram and threads and Instagram app at Calhalla, K-A-L-H-A-L-L-A. And the TikToks at NeoCal, N-E-O-K-A-L-K-A. NeoCal, the way it sounds like it's said. I almost got through the whole episode without stuttering. Uh, you can also follow me on TikTok if you want. I barely ever use it. Uh, it's at Lasercomb. And literally, pretty much all it is is just clips from the which, shows. Which I actually like, like a lot, yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you want to see some like little like snippets of just like like bits over like various shows that we've done that I just think are really funny, sometimes I post them on uh, on TikTok. So yeah, you can follow that. You can add me as a friend on Xbox Live if you want. Oh shit! At I at my gamer tag is Lasercomb. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, mine yeah. mine is mine is Calhalla on on uh, Xbox too. But he hasn't signed into it for like ten years. It says that it says that, but it doesn't include Xbox for PC. No, oh, well, it should. It should, but maybe for some it does. reason it doesn't include that. Maybe it's because you've never signed into an Xbox One or an Xbox Series console with your gamer tag. That could have something to do Which with it. Which might change soon, as I might want to connect a non-15-year-old connect. Really? For exercise reasons. Ah, uh, well, good luck finding... <laughs> that luck fucking finding look of disdain <laughs> on your face, really? <laughs> hey, I had a connect for Xbox One because I had a launch model, Xbone. I wonder if there are any good uh like exercise games uh maybe um 
Yeah, I'll have to I do don't some know. research. It the the it's a device that's long since uh, been discontinued and doesn't feature any support. That's fair. Yeah, like there's no Series X version of Connect, is there? No, no. Eh, maybe I should just let it die. Maybe Series X, great system though. I have one. I should get one. I had a Series S for a couple of years there. And then uh, earlier this year, I decided, you know what? Like I was doing okay financially. And I'm like, you know what? It's time to upgrade. It's it's time. And uh, I deserve to have nice things. So I got one. And um, well, I have one. I, and then you played games on it. I, I don't actually notice a huge difference in performance <laughs> between playing oh. games on my Series S and playing games on my Series X, to be perfectly honest. Is it already out? Uh, the Silent Hill 2 remake? No, it's not out yet. Fuck, but man. Apparently, it's a PlayStation console exclusive. It's also going to be on PC. So Looks I will. good. I will be. Well, and it's from the uh, uh, Bloober team, the makers of the Blair Witch game, which I actually really liked, and uh, Layers of That's, Fear. Uh, I, did you play Layers of Fear? I played the first one. That's the best one. They That's also fucking lit, man. It's they, fire. They also played or played. They also made the uh, the medium, which was a like launch title for the Xbox Series consoles. I think it's on PlayStation now as well. Like I like that. Now it's on. No, I, I, yeah, I had to think about it for a second, but I played that. The medium. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it it feels like a spiritual successor to the like ps2 era of silent hill games so i can see why right? konami i can see why konami like went to them and were like hey remake silent hill 2 hell yeah perfect studio to do it and it's and a it, remake yeah yeah full like, we, we need a game or or media show <laughs> that's separate from what we're doing maybe when something so, else wraps up so we can uh be, just be one of like five million other gaming podcasts Ooh, that do it that don't do it uh do it as well as others yeah good point yeah i don't know i and i also don't play games nearly as much as i used to only got we like the idea of games well, here well, at like to <laughs> only got so much time for so many things yeah and, i don't know how i have some friends and it's like final fantasy whatever the online was 15 final fantasy 14 14? um final yeah. fantasy 14 uh 30 hours in the last seven days and i'm like the, the where, where did you get this time turner yeah to play video games hey we barely have time to watch red shoe diaries and yeah it's like play. it's like yeah like i work full time like 40 hours a week i um like we do this yeah uh, which it's time consuming. It's time consuming on my end, especially because like I do all the back end stuff. Not complaining mm. about that. Like I like doing all that, but like it it eats up time. So it's like, and then like there's also the time of like watching or reading the things that we're reviewing, and then like trying to do other things in my life too. It's like how watching. the fuck, like how like how in the hell am I gonna have time to like sink like X number of hours into like a MMO each week? Oh, especially an MMO. Yeah, where there's like the chores and like maintenance and you, you, you got to keep like at it now. And maybe this is just an age thing too. Like, uh, I, I swear folks, we're going to wrap this up soon. Maybe this is just an age thing, but like for me, a lot of the time now, like sitting down and playing a video game is kind of an event unto itself. Like it's basically it, a party. It's a big deal. Like Get the chips like, and pop. Yeah. Sit down in a van and I am fucking playing this game for three hours. 
Yeah. Put my phone down and play in this yeah. game. <laughs> That's how you know we're getting old, my friend. <laughs> Put your phone in do not disturb mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dim the lights, close the curtains, put rose petals <laughs> down on the ground, pour yourself some some wine and just like fucking put on the theme song from red shoe diaries in the background <laughs> on loop and just like fucking replay the halo uh uh anthology yep all right <laughs> uh yeah that that about does it for episode 69 of the lazy gun podcast uh on the next episode, we're jumping back into Patreon picks, and we're going to start with uh, our uh, our good buddy, uh, Jared, longtime listener. We've reviewed uh, quite a few things of his at this point. Now, we're starting with him because he mentioned one of his picks is a show that I actually used to watch back in 1998 when I wasn't fapping to Red Shoe Diaries. I was watching a show from Saban called uh, The Mystic Knights of Tirnanog. Which, Which, as of only just now, I have never heard in my entire life. <laughs> right. Uh, it was made by Saban, so basically think medieval Ireland Power Rangers. Like, they morph and everything into, like, mystical, like, magical armor, and they fight evil monsters, and... I don't know, it was, it was a fun show. I didn't love it, but it was a show that I liked. Well, most... When you're a kid and you got a lot of free time, there are a lot of shows that you just kind of watch... Because also, also your standards are lower. Oh yeah, when you're a kid, like you're you're much more easily amused by things. Uh, anyway, so to figure out what episode we're gonna watch, uh, I'm gonna hit screen share. Yeah, this is real. I'm looking at it now. Mystic Knights of Tierna Tierna Nog rolls off the tongue. Right. Uh, so this show had a whopping 50 episodes, even though it only lasted Holy one shit. season. Yeah, f- there it 50 is, 50. episodes in one season. Yeah. Kids shows in the 90s, man, I tell you. That, so one, ran- one random number between 1 and 50, and here we go. It's <laughs> 17. All right. 17. Back, back to Wikipedia. The episode Night was. of the Spirits. Night of the Spirits. Uh, Maeve takes advantage of a Kells holiday to send ghostly creatures to attack. It originally... Oh, this is a Hall- probably a Halloween episode because it originally aired on uh, Halloween of 1998. What a great Halloween that was. For, uh, maybe. I mean, we'll find out on the next episode of the Lasercom podcast. And <laughs> until then, I've been the Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal, your other host. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll throw a red shoe at you next time. If we remember. (laughs) Bye-bye.